So, anything interesting happened today? Wow, what a day, huh? Jeez. Yeah, hey. crazy. Hey. It's like that scene in Airplane where the guy on the runway goes out, and then you see the dude plugging the extension cord back in. Yeah, I guess there's that. I mean... <laughs> That's what happened, kind of, mostly. Mm. Luckily, I don't use Instagram that much. Some people, some of my coworkers did. We're like, oh my god, Instagram's down. Like, well, yeah, well, that happens. Well, you know, I mean, how else am I going to look at scantily clad women, apparently? I mean, you know, well, well wait, Twitter, Instagram models. Yeah, yeah, I guess Twitter. There you go. There's your answer. Because mm-hmm. um, you can still put uh, racy stuff on Twitter. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> uh I mean, how else am I going to get all my crazy, like, weird, dancey things that apparently are challenges and yeah. all that stuff? And how, you know, how, am I, how else am I going to announce what sandwich I'm eating today? Yeah, seriously. Ugh, I need to announce to the world these life events that are occurring. So it's fine. We made it, though. I think all is well. We're fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Yeah. No, seriously, I... <laughs> I, I get it. Like I said, it's it's one of those, you know, it's kind of weird because it's like there were some people who would like shot me some notes back, you know, uh, on DMs on Instagram. And it was like, oh, I got to get to it's like, how am I getting to that? Oh, I guess I'm not. And my favorite was because, you know, I hadn't checked Twitter. I just assumed like I was having a bad Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, that's what and I thought, I, too. Like, I didn't check the right. news sites to see. Oh, yeah. There's a major outage. Yeah. Major outage. Salute. You know. <laughs> Sorry. That's kind of. Anywho. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess here. we can. Welcome. Episode yeah, no, 167. Yeah. There's that. And Ivan has gone to anger management. Uh, has he? Yes, he has. He might join us later in the show if he has uh, calmed his shit enough. <laughs> oh, he's a, okay. He's a very temper- temperamental person. You know him. Mm, okay. Now he he's got some personal business. He texted me earlier before during in while uh, Facebook Messenger was down. He sent me a text saying he's got some stuff he's got to deal with. He might be on later tonight. Might not. We don't know. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, yeah, no, let's let's kind of get things moving. Yes. Uh, you want to start? I mean, where do you want to start tonight? I mean, we there's a lot of directions we can go here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's see. Well, um, I had a decent week. It's been busy, but our store ended up uh, for the third quarter. So yay! And yeah, um, had my niece's birthday party uh, yesterday. And thing is, while well, I feel bad. What, what was the theme? What was the theme of the niece's birthday party? Uh, we're watching the Bears game. <laughs> and, uh, we ordered, <laughs> That's horrible. And we ordered pizza and beef sandwiches. And then she had to leave her. Well, I mean, that's not horrible, but. Yeah, because. Well, wait, part... how old is your How old is your niece? She just turned 20. Uh... Oh, never mind. I'm thinking like little niece. Oh, no, like, no. I'm little, thinking, no, like my little, little pony, that no, kind of no, thing. No. Oh, okay. No, Bears game makes a lot more sense she now. Had, okay. She... We had to leave. We had we had to plan the party around a lunch, uh, so that she could get to back to the airport. So she had to fly back to college last night. Okay, but uh, her flight was delayed, so she didn't get in until like two thirty this morning. So I feel got kinda, it, got it. Bad for her. 
because we don't we didn't want her driving all the way to southern indiana by herself wait yeah. where does she go southern indiana whatever evansville i think it's oh evansville okay yeah, yeah. so you down there get a, well i guess you can't get a direct flight to evansville can yeah you? there is there's one a day pretty much oh god yeah that sounds about right mm-hmm. i was gonna say otherwise you gotta drive all the way down from indy that's a two three hour ride not yeah, fun either not uh not including getting around chicago so yeah no i wasn't thinking that way yeah yeah uh, I was so thinking, yeah she, yeah so she got an okay and just her flight delays so we felt kind of bad for her but we that was part of her birthday present because she wanted to be out for the weekend she she went to a, a wedding with uh her boyfriend on Saturday and then Sunday we had a little lunch and a little party and she opened her presents and mm. that was it. So it was good. We had a nice, uh, nice family get together and mm. uh, watch a couple of things. We'll talk about them later in the show. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. It was, it was decent this week. It was, this sandwich sounds camp. awfully good. I have not gotten to like Portillo's in ages. I'm like, really like I've been jonesing for one and I'm like, uh, no, I got no. You know, mm-hmm. oh, it was good. Yeah, usually, no. I think we usually stop. We'll stop at one. There's one in Elgin on the way back. Well, I think when the uh, the Kane County uh, show is uh, on the 24th, and my mm. friends and I will hit that on the way back up after the show. And Portillo's is always a uh, awesome. Never had a bad meal there. Not well. Yeah, no, that's rare. I mean, that's. Mm. I mean, there are other places, and and don't get me wrong, but it's like it's just so. I don't know. I've never had an issue with drop, with, you know, hidden portillos and and just doing it that way. If I'm if I'm looking for a pol- either either a Maxwell Street Polish or I'm looking for a beef sandwich, oh, that's yeah, Polish, that's, yeah. that's 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 kind of my that's kind of my go to, and probably because it's closer and easier. And I'm trying to think like it's like. Otherwise, it's like, okay, I got to go out of my way to go find. And then, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's plenty of hot dog places around near me. I mean, Superdog isn't that Yeah, Superdog, and there's one in Wheeling up by you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was thinking about the one even closer, the other the other direction in the city. That one's actually closer than Wheeling. Okay. Believe it or cool. not. That one is actually a lot closer than the one in Wheeling, um, believe it or not. So there's that. And then... Um, I've always been a fan of Poochie's over, over like down in Skokie, but you know I hate to say it. Sometimes getting over that way, it, it's not that. I mean, I can't. It's just um, well, you're right. You're right by Skokie, though, right? Right. Yeah, but it's on the other. How do I put this? It's like not anywhere where I'm near. I'm going in Skokie, if you know what I mean. Sometimes, mm-hmm. so it's like it's like it's like in the part of Skokie where it's closest to Evanston. You know, that seems to be where it's down. Like, Hubs is down there. Big Herms is down there. Um, you know, um, you, you get the idea. It's it's more closer to Evanston, and it's like, I find myself never down that way as much as I am, how can I say, over closer to, like, you know, the middle or closer towards Morton Grove. You, you get the idea. Yeah. You know, and in fairness, their parking is not spectacular over there. It's... I mean, they have it, but it's like if you catch them at a, at a busy ter- period of time, it's like good luck parking in their lot. It's like, you know, and the best is it's not just for them. It's for other it's for other um, uh, businesses, too. So it's like yeah. good, have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, had a oh, I had our game night Saturday. 
Yeah, I saw I saw a little bits and pieces of that. What did you end up playing? It was uh, Hero Realms, the the card game, and mm-hmm. we we played the campaign through, and when we got to the final boss, it bitch slapped us. So, oh well, it's like we won three out of four <laughs> matches. So Hero Realms, Hero Realms refresh me. Is that is that a superhero genre or it's is it a more of a mythical beasts and creatures? Oh, like, it's, it's um, more Swords like and a D&D. Yeah, D, uh, more of a D and D style yeah. type thing. Yeah, Hero Realms. Yeah, they the same company made it. They were both these games were kickstarted. The other one was Star Realms, which was all sci fi with spaceship battles. Mm-hmm. But this was Hero Realms, same premise, but just in a fantasy uh, setup. But the problem, the thing is that last the after we were done, we were just hanging out afterward. You know, just shooting the shit after you know mm-hmm. after the main bad guy bitch slapped us. We we're talking mm-hmm. and. Um, one of my, uh, the host, uh, Kevin, uh, his, his daughter mm-hmm. just got back from her shift at the Wendy's cause she's 16 and mm. she's earning an honest living, paying for her, making her car payments. So good on her. But she got to the Wendy's, you know, she got back from Wendy's and she had to vent because she was the, she and one other person was the only, only two people working at Wendy's that night. And the drive through line was wrapped around the building and they're working Oof. as hard as they can. And when you, the one mean lady got to the window, cussed them out, yelling at them, and she's got two little kids in her back seat. I was like, come on, just show some respect. I mean, like they're just kids are they're they're you're lucky they're there. You know, you, no one's putting a gun to your head saying you have to eat at Wendy's. But you decide to wait in line at this drive-through, and if it's too late, there are two lines too long. Go somewhere else. Don't be bitching them out. I mean, he's. These poor kids got enough on their plate and I had to deal with these Karens yelling at them. Oh, we have the, uh, how do you like that? Hmm. We have the option to do clips. Clips? Tonight. What, what, what? Yeah, that's the new, this is, so this is the new Clubhouse thing, which is, um, so it'll take a 30 second snippet of what you've said. Mm-hmm. And it, you can then put it to like either Instagram or Facebook or or Twitter or stuff like that, is my understanding. And, mm. and it's funny, I've been wanting to play with this, but I wanted to use it for Sunday Night Stories last night, but it wasn't available from what I saw, and well, now, now it it's is. here. So, haha. Now, now it is. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Mm. I think there's a way to turn it on in your room, but I'm kind of curious as to how it. So. So if we ever, if we say anything interesting that's only like a 30 second snippet, we should like clip it and then we can put it on like, like mm-hmm. social media or something crazy. Mm, yeah, that could work. So, yeah. Um, no, it's great. You know, it's funny you say that. Um, so we got like, a, we had like a while back, we got like a Raising Cane's here nearby, like in the, in the, in the new shopping center that they are opened up here. And, um, yeah, I've heard of that place. I think there's one in Crystal Lake. There, there might be. It's it's pretty much Chicken Fingers. And by the way, it's Chicken Fingers. And if you want anything else, it's Chicken Fingers. <laughs> so that's that that's pretty much how it works. If you want, you, they do have a chicken sandwich, which is consistent of chicken fingers. Right. You With, know, uh, between yeah. two pieces of bread. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's not like a chicken sandwich. It's chicken fingers on its on a sandwich. Chicken part. fingers. Right. Uh, and and so the only other things they have are like is like coleslaw, and they have two they who do have fries and they do have Texas toast. It's like, but they don't even like have dessert. Which is what weird. kind of fries are they? 
Are they um, crinkle cut? Are they steak? Are they thin like McDonald's? Cr- they're more like a crinkle cut, but they, you know, they're hit or miss because sometimes they're crispy, sometimes they're not. It's just a matter of what batch you get, mm. you happen to get at that moment. Yes. The Texas Toast is pretty good now. Mm, sounds like a good place. Only Texas Toast. I'd, I'll go there only if they have chicken fingers. Well, the yeah, seriously. Yeah, do I? Do, can I have cake? No. No, it's the cake is how made up a, of chicken How about fingers. a turkey club? Uh, how about some chicken fingers, asshole? Yeah, seriously. No, I, I. the part that always freaks me out is it's like you'd think they'd deviate a little bit like, you know, like chicken fingers on a salad. Nope. Yeah, like, like put us, you know, chop up some chicken fingers and put them in a salad. Yeah, something like that. That seems like it might be apparently too much work for them. Apparently, <laughs> doesn't deep. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Hey, <laughs> buddy. Don't upset the apple cart here, buddy. Yeah, seriously. You're trying to my, bankrupt my... us. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a fast food place that doesn't have dessert until now. They have no dessert. None. No, no, no dessert. I'm like, okay, no, interesting. I had gotten talk. Well, my my sister came out for the weekend, and mm-hmm. she's all like, "What? What are we gonna have dinner?" Uh, it's like okay, so we just drive through. You know, I already mm-hmm. wasn't very hungry, but we had they they wanted something sweet, so we got mm-hmm. the ch- cinnamon crisp. I haven't had the cinnamon twists from Taco Bell in like twenty years. I burned out on them like years ago, mm-hmm. and so like all right, I, I'm like yeah, it's it's like take it's like tasting cinnamon flavored drywall pretty much. Yeah, it's, it does feel like stiff. Yeah, it does seem like you would be like eating like cinnamon. Like styrofoam peanuts. Yeah, exactly. Packing peanuts with sprinkled in cinnamon. Were you talking about raising canes? What was that about? Well, so no, the only reason I was mentioning is because you were talking about like around the block. Yeah. And it's crazy because like there are times like I'm watching, like I'll drive by there and there's like, at like, at like times when you're sitting there like early in the, you know, like earlier in the day and like, Times when you're like supposed, you, you think they would have to be busy, okay? And um, and it's like empty. And then like there are other times you go past. Like there was one night, it was like it had to be like nine o'clock, and they don't. It's not just that they're wrapped around the building; they're like in the mall, if you know what I mean. Like, there's cars, like, literally, like, can't get into the parking lot. They're, like, running, like, a train, like, off, off into the mall itself, if you know what I mean. Hmm. And I you was know, like, damn. I'm like, wow. It's like, um, I live close to uh, Dunkin' Donuts, and their mm-hmm. entrance has a really narrow spot to put their drive through in. Mm-hmm. And, like, the drive through can easily spill out into the street and into the, like, the four-lane highway that runs through the heart of the city. <laughs> So when there's a line for coffee at the Dunkin' Donuts, sometimes it can make for trouble uh, in my neighborhood. Even getting in and out of, uh, like, I have to take another road. But, but yeah, that's just the, the fact that everyone's hiring and the, all the places, they have they even have signs saying, sorry for inconvenience, we're understaffed. Please, uh, thank you for the waiting. But, yeah, it's crazy what's, what's happening with, with, especially in the food industry. I'm like, remember, mm-hmm. like a year and a half, we were essential. Now it's like, no, you know, there's, although not, not to be confused. I mean, there's, there's still great places to find work. There's lots of places to find work and a lot of places yeah. have hiring bonuses and they want to incentivize you to stay and not just like, Ooh, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're a dollar more over there per hour. I'll go over there. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's just I, a state of how things yeah. are right now, and how the the food industry is is uh, is, stre- is stretched to 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 its limit. I guess again, you know, like I said, I I, but hey, man, when I want my frosty that I can like dunk fries in, mm, you know. chicken fingers. Oh god, I sort of, I, that is the weirdest thing. I I will say it was kind of strange because like the first time I went there, I'm like, okay, what if I want. Like, right, do you have, like, regular chicken sandwiches? No, just chicken fingers. Okay. But if I want something, nope, just chicken fingers. It's like, cheeseburger yeah. or Pepsi chip. Yeah, seriously. Like I a, was like, okay, that's chicken it. chicken fingers. That, that's all there is to it. No more, no more anything else. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, I get, I get it, like I said. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. One of these times I really do want to try, though, one of these, um, you know, collaborative like card games that you you keep playing. I just I don't know. I I haven't gotten around to, to doing yeah. We, to we, doing we got, those. That's that's the ones we prefer, not the ones where you, like you know, you buy you find the two hundred dollar card on eBay and you play it every time you win. Oh God! Like the like convention exclusive or some promo yeah. from being in some tournament that was only on like one day in you know in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that the box set. In fairness, that's 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 what was always see to me the collectible card game thing. That was where I just was never. I think that's what turned me off from some of these games with with like the the card like the card games is the cold collectible card game thing where literally it was just like it was great if you had friends who had those cards and they had extra cards. And then they'd like have decks just lying around. Yeah, and like like when I was when I was uh, when my nephew was young, we played mm-hmm. the we we buy like the booster boxes of the Dragon Ball card game. When we played it all yeah. the time, it was great. Me and you know right. me and my nephew could do. Uh, but then it just got to a point where it's like he's like trading with his friends and he's getting better stuff, you know. And right, he's winning right. every time. It's like oh well, I don't want to play anymore because you're gonna win. Right. Well, and it was weird because <laughs> like like at least in college when I was playing it. You know, we would play it like one big group. So, like, it, it was usually never one on one. It was usually like, okay, there were other people at, at the table that were playing, and it was just like one big group, and you had to basically beat it. It was kind of like battle royal style, if you know what I mean. Um, right, like a tournament it was, style. Well, not even that tournament style. It's like, okay, we're all sitting around one table. And it's like everybody's like running their like running their type of deck. And it's like, okay, you just got to keep knocking everybody, like knocking that person out, knocking this person out, Okay, you know, versus an actual tournament, like one-on-one duel. Okay. Um, oh, all right. But um, the other game, the other one I was used to like was, and the only problem was, was, you know, if you didn't have the right deck, you know, like I said, I had friends who had like a bunch of cards and had all this stuff. So we do like what was called, um, they call it an emperor game, I think is what they called it. So there was like uh there's one guy who's like basically the the main like the main point person on it. And they're the one that they're the person who's playing in the middle or you know in the back so to speak. And, and in order to get to and you have to knock out the two people on the left and the right in order to get to that person. I mean you can fast effect attack that person but you can't um you, you couldn't attack, like, you can't do an actual attack, but you could fast effect the person who was, like, quote-unquote the head, which was, like, the emperor. Um, but the other thing that was interesting was that that person could then 
pass cards on to the other two people who were basically on his team. If you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So it was it was kinda you know, it was kinda it was kind of an interesting thing. I, I like I said, that's yeah, that's the, where the, I didn't the deck, get it. They're deck building games is the nomenclature. Not yeah, just like, there's, there's, collect, there's collectible card games and then there's deck building games where everybody yeah. starts with a base deck and you have to pick from the trade row and build your deck uh, yeah. enough to beat your opponent like that. Right. Well, and like I said, that that to me was always and, and here's the other, this was the other problem to me with the collectible card game thing was, you know, really, first of all, you have to pick the games that are popular because if you don't pick the games that are popular, then nobody else is going to play. And then in the end, it's like everybody's just using your cards. So like when Star Wars, when they like the Star Wars game came out, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I, I liked, you know, I liked Star Wars. I wanted to play Star Wars, but nobody else had the had the cards and, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, truthfully, it was either, you know, you're, you're talking about either, you know, magic or Pokemon. Right. Or and you're the one, you're the one it. buying all the cards and then you have your main deck and then you have to divvy yeah. up your other decks. So if you, in case others are invited to play, yeah, then you have them on the side and yeah, but, yeah but that's it's not, true. Yeah. It's not even right. because your, your main deck is number one. So it's obviously stronger than the others. Right. Well, or, you know, like I said, you know, and it depends on when you were buying all this stuff and what yeah. what kind of what kind of funds you had and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff too, because it's like okay, if you could buy a whole box, you know, if you could buy a full on like yeah. box, but then it's like okay, I can put together right. decks and then I can, you know, but I even then you can't put together yeah. enough decks for everybody, but, yeah. so you know. The thing is though too is these these deck building games sometimes they update themselves into obsolescence. Well, they mm. where what we had we played a campaign that came out much later after the, the main core set was mm. fundraised or was a, what you call it, kickstarted or whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, and as this campaign rolled on, and like I said, this, this one villain who bitch slapped us and destroyed us like after three full campaigns afterward, mm-hmm. was like, dang, like, it was like, this is tough. It's like, he was even too tough. Like it, it's a disincentive for you to want to try again. Mm hmm. They got to that point where, like, holy jeez, you know, like, here, okay, the bad guy grows two spikes, and then anytime you attack, all the spikes come at you, and you take all this damage. It's like, yikes. It's like, that's that's too tough, even for uh, having to get your built deck built up uh, and strengthened enough, so. Yeah. So, yeah, well, said, some of these, like, some of these updates, they, they get more, they get frustrating. Right, well, in, in fairness, I mean, this is kind of where... You know, in fairness, this is where role playing the, the the RPG, the role playing game, is where I'm a lot. I feel a lot more comfortable. First of all, it's more collaborative. It's it's it too is more collaborative. But you've got to you've got you know you've either got a writer slash judge that's running things, and if things start to get a little bit too over the top, you know you, you can always dial. Yeah, yeah, you can always dial things back in terms of the bad guy. Yeah. But most or... times you don't have a board. It's more theater of the mind for you. It's storytelling, um, right? It isn't it. Well, so it depends who you're playing with, right? It depends who you're playing with. Um, if you've got there, there are some people who really insist on they must have visuals. 
like they, you know, they have their little figurine that Maps they've or created. Boards are right, right, and, right, and they have the map in, or they, you know, they want they they create maps, and you have to put your figurine down and all that stuff. To, to me, one of the reasons I've never been a fan of that is sometimes what ends up happening when that happens is okay, so you need to place yourself, and it's like suddenly you're really much further away than you wanted to be because the way the board is set up versus how can I say now it's lengthening, you know, now in theory, like for example, if you're a hand to hand combatant, okay, now I got to get there. Okay. Well, now you got to use multiple actions to get there, to get there for, it's like, can't we just like be, it's like, sometimes it makes sense to have, the bad guy further away and all that stuff. But like, sometimes they just do it. But, just yeah. Like, it forces in the board game aspect where just say, yeah. just take, just run. Just like, it's a short sprint, but no, now you have to take, you have to take two turns. Like, well, it's not even that. Or it's like, okay, I have to take multiple actions. Right. Okay. I'm taking multiple actions this round. Great. You know, how, how can I say multiple actions and none of them include me actually attacking something this round. If you understand what right, I mean, right. It's like, it's like, great, now I'm standing in front of this person, and I've done all my actions for the round, but I, but now he gets to whack me. It's like, no, this is stupid. Hmm. Um, and then the other thing is, from a judging perspective, one of the things that sometimes frustrates me as a judge is when certain people insist on having some of this stuff, and, and you're trying to play fast and loose because you're trying to keep the action going, and you're trying to, and or you're trying to fudge a couple of things on purpose, just so like people don't get hurt or you know don't lose their characters or bad things don't happen. And people just insist that you have that that they have to have it all drawn out and they have to be so they they can be where they have to be. And then later on, it's like as a result, the, bad things end up happening. They're like, "Whoa, what did that happen to me?" It's like, well, because you insisted that I had to like create a map so that you could place yourself when really in reality it would have been better if you hadn't done that you know and mm-hmm. and but yeah there are some people who look i mean you've seen the you've seen in the big bang theory i mean there are some people where it's all you know they play dungeons and dragons and it's all about the minis you know about the minis about the board you know about about the graph paper um, you know, they're about the, the graph paper dungeons. Um, some people have like, you know, you know, they have like all that stuff where they can develop like a whole, you know, you know, post, you know, a whole like, you know, they've got like houses and stuff. You, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are really into it that way and, and they, they want that visualization. For me, I don't have an issue with it. But sometimes I want to be able to play. There's certain things where it's like I'd, I'd rather play fast and loose on it. it I, I think it really depends on how do I say, you know, if you know off the top of your head from the beginning that, okay, we're going to have minis and we're going to do all this stuff, that's great. But it, it, if, you know, you get the idea. Mm. I feel like I've beaten this into a, a yeah. million Yeah, but pieces. I mean, like it's, it's, uh, and that's part of it is common sense too. Like you're gonna have your fighters in front, you're gonna have your your healers and and uh, rangers in the back, so they can shoot the arrows and they can heal the fighters who are in the front. 
Like it's oh, you you assume too. you assume <laughs> that's what's gonna yeah. happen. You assume that's what's gonna happen. Um, that that just like uh, here, I'll give you a perfect example. I'll, um, I'm I'm playing Star Wars RPG. I'm like everybody's just being a pain in the ass. I'm like, fine, I open the door. There's 200 stormtroopers in there. I close the door. <laughs> well, now they know you're there. Right, I know we know we're there. And uh, literally, I was like. It's for you guys. I'm going to go now. Bye. <laughs> you know, <laughs> see ya. Uh, it's like, we're not going that way. But we need to go that way. That's right. But there's 200 stormtroopers in there. Well, maybe somebody shouldn't have opened the door. I'm like, well, you guys, we've been arguing for 10 minutes. Got bored. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> well, I told you about the one time I play. we were playing old school TSR Marvel superheroes and our, our group is in Arkham Asylum and we're supposed to be sneaking in and there's a door. That Wait, we have Marvel, to what are you doing in Arkham Asylum in Marvel? Well, we added some things here or there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, the, the GM like to use things back and forth, if you know what I mean. Okay. So, so we're in Arkham and we can't, and there's this door and people keep botching rolls to get through the door. And, and you know, now we're trying to figure out a couple of things and we're having conversations and literally like people are like, shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. Well, if you listen to me, I was the leader. Well, shut the hell up. Don't <sighs> you realize you're supposed to be quiet? So we're sitting there. Well, no, here's the music part. We spent four hours trying to get through the door. Oh my God. We spent four hours. Well, the funny part is if you read the script, it's hilarious. I mean, it reads like one of those comedy superhero groups where literally we're just like, if like, you read the transcript of this of this night's right. campaign, it yeah, was... The, it, it was it was hilarious as we're having it happen because like we're all like you know we kind of were kind of a a more of a how do I say I mean don't get me wrong we we could definitely fight with the best of the superhero groups. In, in that you know in that quote unquote universe, but we were the group where literally our tagline was "Oh no, not them! Anybody but them." Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. So literally, we spent four hours fighting a door at Arkham Asylum, and we lost <laughs> to the door. So yeah, I mean, and the funny part is, is that it was one of the greatest nights of role playing I've ever had because it was hysterical. I mean, it really was. It's like we could do this. Well, why would you do that? Shut up. You shut up. No, you shut up. It's like, and the best part is we're trying to be quiet. And the irony is we're making so much noise. It wouldn't have mattered how we got through the door at that point. So, yeah. Um, like so, said. so how was, uh, how was your week? Uh, week was interesting. So I actually attended a live storytelling event on Friday night. Wow. And... Oh my God! So, so it's so funny. I had a family member say to me, "Do you think you need your vaccination card?" And I said, "Well, I didn't see anything about needing a vaccination card." And then, so I park, and like this is happening over like in Lincoln Square. So it took me about fifteen twenty minutes to get there, and I'm like, "Okay, I found great parking. I'm good." Uh, I had to pay. I had to pay street parking, but that's fine. But I'm literally across the street. This is fine. And I go look at the ticket, the the revised ticket that they sent me, 
And I can't help but notice that it. I see something that says, and make sure you bring something for proof of vaccination. You don't have a picture of your vaccination card on your phone? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. I never thought that. I, That's I, the first I thing I did when I got my uh, shot. No, so, well, there was other reasons why I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally like, well, I know these people, and they'll let me in. And then I realized that the place they're at, they actually have a security guy and a guy who isn't re- related in any way, shape, or form. And they're like, so, vaccination card. And I'm like, or pro- I'm like, honestly, I don't have it. And they're like, do you have anything that can prove you have va- you've been vaccinated? And I'm like, like a letter or anything. And I'm like, shit, did I get anything? Like in an email or anything? So now I got to check. So I go back to the car and I'm fooling around with like my, my phone just as like, like check email. And I'm like, I see this email that from Walgreens. It's like, Hey, congratulations. You've been vaccinated. It's like, here's, I'm like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. And I'm like, perfect, perfect. It's here. It's, it, I can get it here. Um, actually, no, first I went to like my hospital app, mm-hmm. you know, like where, you know, my hospital system app. And I thought maybe I'd find it in there and it wasn't there. And I'm like, oh, geez, where where else could it be? I'm like, well, let's see if I have any emails from Walgreens at some point that and that said something about it because that's where I got it. And they're like, oh, yeah, you could you'll totally have it here. And that's, so the problem is I go to their site. It won't do it. So then I have to download the app. And that just takes forever to download the app. And then they want to ask me like a million questions on top of it at that point. And I'm like. Fuckers, I just need to prove that I'm vaccinated and I can show them this thing. So finally, mm-hmm. I'm able to find it. It's in there. I, it shows a, a prescription. So I find it and I get in. So I get to go watch it. Yeah, I get to go watch the show. Um, it was interesting because they did have a, even though they had a vaccination card, they insisted that everybody stay masked unless you were legitimately unless you're on stage something. Well, yeah, unless you were on stage or you were legitimately eating or drinking something. And it was funny. They went out of their way to sit there and be like, that does not mean you're you're holding your hand on a beer. It means that you're legitimately taking a sip or you're legitimately drinking. That counts as you can take your mask off. You know, they were they were pretty mm. insistent on that. Um, Did you have people scope in the room while like while you were sitting? Not necessarily, but it was interesting because I was sitting with two people and before it was said, they were not wearing their masks. Hmm. And then it got said and I get the impression they weren't necessarily thrilled about it, but they did wear their masks. Um, It was a good show, though. Um, So it was the seventh anniversary for uh, a group called Story Jam. And I I happen to know the, the owner of that. And there were some people who came in from out of who came in from out of state, who I've seen doing other storytelling stuff, and I've done stuff with um, during this whole time that we've been virtual. But they came in to do, you know, to do the show. So it was really pretty cool because I got to meet some people who I've gotten to know over the year, you know, virtually, but never met in person. And this was the first time meeting them in person, right? So that was cool. Um, I didn't. I wasn't actually on the show for Friday night and they had 15 storytellers and every single one of them was like, and got, in some ways, Mike, I was really glad I wasn't on the show. Cause I'm like sitting there like watching each person and I'm like, okay, that was really good. 
Yeah, that person was really good. Like, <laughs> kind of one of those where it was like, oh, good thing I'm not up like, against him. Yeah, I hate to well, run into even, him in a dark alley. Right. It's not even like a competition thing. It's just kind of like, okay, who's not gonna bring it tonight? And you could tell, like, all the storytellers were literally like, I don't want that to be me. Uh, uh-uh. uh. They had taken it up an extra notch or two that way. Yeah, they brought their A game. That's good. Right. So they really kind of brought their A game. And so, you know, so I got to see that. And then Saturday night, I hung out with a bunch of them um, at the Kedzie Inn, and they had an open mic. And so I did do the open mic. Um, I kind of, it was funny. I wasn't going to do one, but then at the last minute, I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. So it, that was the first time I've been on a stage the first time I've actually been on a stage since almost, probably almost two years, right? Yeah, probably since like February 2020. Okay, um, was the that was the first time I've that was been the last on a stage one before the before right, right the fit before, hit the shan. right before, yeah, right before the fit hit the shan. Right. So you know, somewhere around 20, you know, that was the last time I did like a live in person of anything anywhere where it was like an in person presentation. So it was kind of interesting because, you know, it's it had been a while since, like, you know, I had to, like, I could, like, physically look out at an audience and get kind of a feel or, you know, um, oh, wait, they didn't laugh the way I thought they were going to or, you know, oh, they're laughing. I got to wait for them to pause. I got to wait. So I got to pause, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, and it's interesting. So, like I said, it was fun. Um Although it was interesting because the place we chose, so this place, the Kedzie Inn, so, you know, it's a bar, right? And I'm, like, kind of sitting there, and I he says to me, so I, what, I go up to the bartender, he, I'm like, he's like, hey, so what are, you, what are you looking for for a drink? I said, hey, how about some Jack, how about a Jack and Coke? And um, he's like, oh, we don't have Jack Daniels. A bar that doesn't have Jack Daniels? Were they That's out? what I said. I mean, literally, it was like if I wasn't there hanging out with friends, I literally would have been like, yeah. I, don't, okay, I don't drink I Jack, to, I, but I know Jack Daniels is like the Coca-Cola of whiskey. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, how do you not have Jack Daniels? And the best is, it's not like it's a high-end bar. This is like kind of like a divey bar. Mm-hmm. So now it's even more amusing because it's like, you don't have Jack Daniels, and it's not like you're this high-end bar. You know what I mean? I'm like, Okay, he's like, yeah, we have other kinds of whiskey. I'm like, like what? <laughs> it's like I'm like, just pick a whiskey then. At that point, I don't care, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously you don't have Jack Daniels. What the hell? Um, so yeah, it was just kind of weird that there was a bar that didn't bar have without Jack. Daniels. I've I've never had that happen before. It's very strange. All they served was chicken fingers too. Oh yeah, well, ironically, I did have chicken fingers that night. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did have chicken. It wasn't raising canes. Um, it wasn't raising canes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. It, they were, again. They had about ten to twelve storytellers, and everybody was pretty good. Um, ironically, I would say I was the weak link, um, partially because I wasn't planning on telling a story that night, and I hadn't been on the stage in almost two years, so it was kind of weird. I'm like, okay, uh, all right, what do I? How do I do this again? You know. So. Oh, a little rusty. Okay. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, things like that 
you know, like for example, here on Clubhouse that you don't have to worry about, or on Zoom you don't have to worry about, and then suddenly it's like, oh wait, wait, I got to remember how I do this the other way, because um, it's been so long since I've given anything in person right. that it's, it's like different, okay, different way. I think it's like think in it's like in Firefox, think in Russian, think in Russian, right? It's yeah, a different way yeah. of doing business. Right, right, exactly. Because it's like you know, you know, now now you're kind of playing off. You know, you're kind of playing off the audience a little bit more and kind of can gauge reaction a little bit more. And, you know, you're on a stage and it's a little bit more intimate and all those kinds of things. So, yeah, it, it like I said, it was a cool weekend. I'm glad I had a chance to do it. I, you know, <laughs> hung out with a couple of buddies of mine to watch uh, uh, some football. I have this one friend of mine, Mike, who has gone, it's going way too far on the DraftKings thing where literally, he like pulls out he had like a whiteboard like a like a like one of those like the size of like a chalkboard whiteboard and he's got all of his like you mean like a clipboard size no no we're talking it's like bigger than a clipboard we're talking like classroom size jesus and he's got all his bets lined out oh boy of and, and it's just, it's not game bets it's he's got bets on players from a fantasy, like a almost kind of like a fantasy, like like will Mahomes, like I guess the the over under on Mahomes touchdowns was like two and a half or something yesterday. It's like so it's like did he do, do I take the over or the under? And he's got like all these bets like this on different players about how many receptions or how is this and this he's he's got the whole board filled up. Yeah, it's weird you how know? sports gambling has become so mainstream and legalized. Yeah. Now. Yeah, it's because it, like, last does like it used to be so taboo and like even talk about mm-hmm. it, you could be like, could get you got to get a, a finger waved at you from a cop. Yeah, you know. Well, it's funny because like I, you know, I went, I've gone to his place the last couple of weeks because it's funny because he's got so on one TV he's got that red zone where it's like anytime there's something interesting happening, it goes straight to to like whatever interesting right. is it's going like, on. Hmm, okay. And so, like, if somebody's in the red zone, it immediately goes to, like, the red it's zone. It's like NFL or, for ADD. Got it. Oh, it is. It's great because, mm. in fairness, once you watch that, watching regular football is hard. Watching one game and just one game for three hours. Especially if it's not a good game. You're right. If it's a blowout or... Like, if it's the Bears. Teams you don't care about. Right. Or if it's the Bears, you know... The chances are if it's the Bears, it's not going to be very good. Um, We're getting a little at the end of that last one. We're getting a little nervous, but. Yeah, but but the point being, so he's got that. And then he's got another TV for whatever game is on locally that he can pull up. Hmm. So he's got like the double TV thing going. Jesus, sounds like NORAD. (laughs) Oh, no, it's like. It's like. I joke uh, with him. I'm like. Like huge, like Mission Control and his uh, yeah no no I I, uh, I I said to him I'm like dude you you need to like do like a YouTube video be like I'm in the man cave and here's my bets for your day and be like doing like one of those kind of things right. um here's my gigantic war board you know that kind of thing and just like have fun with it let us consult the board in fairness I don't know how he did this week but last week. Last week he did he like hit on like fifty six percent of his stuff and he made like eight hundred bucks. So if you make a certain over a certain amount, obviously you got to declare it on your taxes. 
I guess I. I'm you, presuming well, you I, have not to. Not my problem. Yeah, yeah not no, my problem. No, but, I don't know. ever. I don't ever. I don't. I do not ever plan on doing this. But I presume, just like Vegas, if you win over a certain amount, you got to declare it. Yeah, I assume so. But well, like I said, it's it's so so yeah. So basically, um, so basically, yeah, I did that Sunday. Sunday, and um, so that was my Sunday. And then obviously, I had a. Um, you know, I had a Toastmasters meeting on Sunday night and then I had Sunday night stories and, you know, we had, we didn't have a ton of people last night. We Anything had about... in- interesting on Sunday night stories. Um, so we were kind of short storytellers. So I ended up telling a story last night. And um, so I talked about the time to- I talked about when this one time, the, the first time I went to Vegas when I would turn after I turned 21. Well, so you've told me that story before. Mm hmm. Um, did I tell you about the, 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 the dance club or no? I don't remember all the details, but I remember the 21 and I remember so like, the, remember the time. Well, no, that no, that, that was when you were in college and I thought you were 21. And then yeah, the, that the was, week that, then that, the day you were already, you turned 21, but you've been showing up here for three years. Right. Yeah. 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 No. So, so we, we I'll, I'll make this really quick. So basically we go to, uh, I have two buddies of mine who are in this, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas and they don't want to pay for it mode. They want to like meet some sort of girls and get laid. And that's yeah, and they think they're getting laid at. for free in Las Vegas. Um, right. They're going to find somebody, a local, no. they're going to find a local or they're going to mm-hmm. find somebody else who's like there. So, so for, they, this, they insist that we got to go to this dance club out the Rio. And, um, so we get there and, the, we finally get in after we're waiting in line and like it looks like like one of those 90s beer commercials because again this is the 90s like with the, like mm-hmm. the lasers everywhere I mean they're even playing KC in the Sunshine Band like mm-hmm. do a little dance make a little mm-hmm. love okay like on a scale of 1 to 10 these women are like a 26 I mean they're all gorgeous I mean they're wearing practically nothing um, they're wearing like designer clothes. I mean, in, and like, I'm looking at my, there's like, there's four of us and I'm looking at my, my one friend who isn't really feeling the tiger, isn't really like looking for that kind of thing this week, that mm-hmm. week, that weekend. And, and I'm kind of, we're kind of like looking at each other going, we are way out of our league. here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the other two are just like target rich environment. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And they go like bounding into like, go try to dance with all these girls and stuff. And that's fine. And, you know, we do kind of try to dance a little bit, but obviously none of these women are having it. So me and my buddy are sitting there, ha- me and my other buddy, while the other two are like acting like they're sharks in the, there's like, there's sharks in the water and they're going to go like, they're going to go find the chum, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, me and my one buddy were sitting there, we're talking about it. And it's like, man, you know, I really wish there was a way we could like basically have a really good time with this. I said, so, well, there is one. I, I did have one idea. And he said, yeah, what's that? And he says to me, I said to him, I'm like, well, if we got about 20 or 30 bucks, we could tip that bouncer over there so that we could go sit in the VIP section. And then if you and I could scrounge together some money, we could probably buy, we either get a really good bottle of some sort of champagne or we get a couple of cheap bottles of champagne. And then we kind of sit there and, you know, I'm sure some women will come over because, you know, we're in the VIP section. So now it looks like we're, we we yeah, were, we were they want to tap and they want to tap that bottle, right? And they'll and they'll come over and they'll they'll drink and you know maybe we can get some girls that way. 
And my buddy's and my buddy's like, that's a pretty good plan. And I'm like, he's like, that's a good idea. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. And then from behind, we hear, yeah, that ain't gonna work. And we turn around, and it's one of the bouncers. And we kind of look at him. And he's like, he's like, it's a good plan. It's just not gonna work here. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, all right, I'll bite. Why is this not gonna work? And he's like, because about 80 to 90% of the women in here are working. Mm-hmm. As in they're all last, like 80 to 90% of the women in here are escorts. Yeah, they're all. Which now, yeah. now, which now all makes all the sense we're in the world. Why high-end like, escorts, right. Right, like why on the scale of 1 to 10 they're like a 26. Right. And like, I'm like, he's like, they'll come over, they'll drink with you, and you'll have a good time. But when things happen at the end, they're going to, you know, if you want to go do something, you better have extra money for that. And we're like, oh, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. And I'm like, he's like, but it is a good plan. I'm like, he's like, normally it would be a good plan. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, well, well, thanks for letting us know. He's like, no, no problem. And after we're sitting there, we're thinking about this and we're thinking about our two buddies and we're like, they think they're the sharks in the water. And really, they're the chum. Right. They're the chum, not us. And it's <laughs> like, I look at my buddy and I'm like, you want to get out of here and like go find someplace to get something to eat and go like go play some blackjack or something like yeah let's go and it was so funny because like all weekend they kept trying to go to these dance clubs and do this and every single time it was the same thing same situation and right meanwhile meanwile we went like all week we were like at like Cirque du Soleil we went to a couple gentlemen's clubs we went to a couple different we went to a couple different hotels and gambled all that kind of stuff and and had a great week and like they spent all week like trying to chase like women for free chasing tail but he ain't gonna get none for yeah free. and not and not getting any not, not getting anywhere nope. so yeah like i said so that that was kind of the story i told last night and that was the lot shorter version of it and quicker hmm. uh more down and dirty version but yeah so i told that one last night and it went over kind of well Good. but um so yeah that that was kind of that was kind of my um that was kind of my week um Obviously, I did watch a few things. Um, so I caught La Brea, this La Brea show that's on NBC. Yeah, was it some kind of like supernatural kind of thing, or so not like the show supernatural, but I mean it has some yeah, mystical creatures in it or something. Right. So the long and the short of it is, it's basically, hey, we got rid of, hey, we got rid of Manifest. We can use another show just like Manifest, but not Manifest. You know, or kind of like a lost kind of thing where it's that kind of thing. Right. La Brea is like the next one of those. Okay. And there's a part of me where it's like, there's some parts of me where it was like, maybe this would be interesting. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to invest time. I'm going to say week to week time on this when, you know, it's distinctly possible. It may not even get a season two. And I can always watch the rest of this like either on Netflix or Peacock or something like that. And I can watch it and binge it at another time when it's fully complete. So I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not probably going to watch it. You know, if I do, it'll be something like that. So, um, I just didn't, how many many episodes in were you? Oh, that was the premiere. That was the pilot. Just just the one, the two, the, the one was like one hour or two hour pilot. Yeah. The one hour, the one hour pilot. And, I mean, it had some intriguing stuff, but I'm just like, again, I was just like, 
assumes, you know, am I really going to put the time in the show when there's a possibility there might not even be a season two? Hmm. You know, and if I'm going to do that, I don't feel like I need to watch it every week. I, I feel like I can wait till it gets to where it's all put together and I'll binge it later or something to see if it was any good. You know, nothing like, oh my God, I have to watch it immediately. The first, right uh, the first episode didn't grab you, so. Well, it grabbed me, it just, how I say it, I'm still a little, I think part of it is I'm still a little annoyed that NBC didn't re-pick up Manifest and I'm kind of watching, watching this and I'm thinking like to myself. Manifest knockoff. Well, I mean, obviously they're doing different things with it, but it kind of had the same feel to it. And I'm just kind of like, you could have just kept Manifest. They don't want to pay those actors. Maybe. Probably, probably. And that maybe that's it or something along those lines. Maybe, maybe that's the case. I don't know. Again, yeah, I just wasn't, you know, I, I hope they do well. You know, maybe it'll do well. Maybe people will, will really will really pull to it but it, again it's that whole kind of like that whole kind of lost thing where it's okay there's a mystery and you're gonna have to watch it and every time you think you've figured out or you get more information we're gonna throw gonna another make, plot twist at you right we're gonna throw another plot twist at you <laughs> and we're gonna keep we're gonna keep moving the goalposts mm-hmm. And, and all the way to the end, and then in the end, that ending better be worthwhile, or you're gonna sit there later and be like, "Why did I fuck?" Yeah, like nobody time? talks about Lost anymore. There's a reason. I don't think a lot of people were pissed off by the ending. Well, it's funny. It depends on your. It depends on the Lost fans, because hmm. there are some Lost fans who really will fight you to the to the end about the ending. Um, I was not a Lost person, and I. It was funny because there was like an hour overview of the whole show that I caught before the finale. And it was enough of a primer where I was like, Oh, okay. I think I can watch this. And so I watched the finale and I didn't know nearly enough, if you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. but I knew enough to get by and I'm watching this and I'm like, I don't, this isn't any good. (laughs) And and I'm like, watch. It was funny because I was really tempted. I can't remember what, what cable network was just getting lost um, where you could watch it like that kind of thing. Was it ABC or the ABC was heroes? No, 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 no. ABC was the right network because heroes was NBC, but but one of the, one of the cab, one of the cable networks was going to like be running lost where it was like, they were to run it like every day, that kind of thing. So like you could like catch up really fast and watch it if you really wanted to, if you know what I mean? Um, and I was like really tempted to do it. And then I watched the final episode and I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm really glad I didn't watch this show ever. Like I always wanted to get back to when Breaking Bad ended. I watched the last mm-hmm. two episodes, never watched another full episode before then. But when I heard there mm-hmm. was the show was ending, I was like, OK, I'll watch the last two episodes. And then I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is good. And I don't know, like some of these people, these characters who've been in and out where the mm-hmm. uh, What's his name? Uh, the Heisenberg visits before mm-hmm. uh, the end. And so, yeah, I thought ah, maybe I'll go back eventually, you know, maybe. But I thought about well, good thing I didn't buy any DVD box sets at the time. But I'm sure now, yeah. it's, now it's all out there on the Ethernet. So so I can uh, find some. Yeah. If I want to, I can start from the beginning and binge all the way through. Yeah. You and I are in the same boat where I've never gotten around to Breaking Bad either. If anything, it's kind of funny. What we should do at some point, like, 
we should like basically start it at the same time and like go one at a time and basically use that yeah, as we a, could be the squares of the breaking bed. Yeah, we uh, could we could really do table, like a segment where it's like, hey, you know, table path. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Methyl, meth, methamphetamine table or whatever. Science, bitches. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, so I saw, like I said, I thought I mentioned that, and then I'll mention. I'll so Titans. You know, yeah. What's going on on Titans over there on DC, on the HBO Maxes? So this week, you know, so we're we're in episode ten, and as good as I loved episode nine, episode ten was just. I don't know how to put this, Mike. It's like sometimes I feel like they forget. They they I don't know. They it just. They forget what? They like. It's like. Look, I get that we're talking that Dick Grayson isn't Bruce Wayne, but Dick Grayson is a really great detective. Yeah, and you'd think, you know, that some of Bruce's great detective has rubbed off on him. Right, and and on top of it, because Bruce Wayne isn't there, you have access to the Batcave. So you have access to all the things that Bruce would have access to. Mm -hmm. And yet... I'm watching, and again, I'm trying not to spoil because you haven't seen. You're still like down by like what episode four? Yeah, I'm still at episode end episode three. And you're at episode three. Right okay. when Hank so, goes kablooey. Yeah, right. So, I mean, so there, you know. I, I mean, I get that Scarecrow has to have his plan work. I get that. If you if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm kind of like. All right, they're they're making this a dire situation when really in reality, I'm like kind of looking at it. I'm like, wait, why wouldn't why wouldn't they do this? Or why is it that they're not doing that? You know what I mean? And and it's logical stuff, and it's logical stuff because it's stuff that like we would see we've seen previously in like other cartoons other movies, other TV shows, other media, right? Other, you know, even the comics where it's like, that doesn't make any sense. And so it's like, okay, this is really not like it's disconnecting. And, and so, I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel like it feels a little bit like lazy writing at times in terms of what they're trying to do in, in terms of like, what their story is that they're trying to advance versus the characters involved, if you understand what I mean, and what the characters' possibilities of what they have available can do. And so it's it's frustrating because... You're, you're getting to be like Tom Hanks and Big, where you're just like, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, my again, and I've said this before, you know, my, my biggest headache about this was I just didn't see Scarecrow as a big enough villain and the headache I had with it was okay fine you're going to have Scarecrow and the Red Hood okay I guess but we're and that would be ridiculously formidable for Batman okay Um, is it really ridiculously fight uh, formidable though for the Titans in which you've got Beast Boy, Starfire, 
um, Superboy, Nightwing, and um, and uh, and and in this case, Blackfire. I I don't know. Mm. It's and and the problem I keep having is, is it's like I feel like Dick Grayson like forgot how to be like ever like how to be a detective and like how to do like the little things that you would need to do considering he was being taught by the world's greatest detective. Right. Yeah. Like I said, some of that stuff should have rubbed off on him. Right. And it's like, you know, again, and and so that's the frustrating part. And it's like the best way I can put this is so, so I'll just say this. We're, we're, we've now gone through 10 episodes. We have three episodes left. Um, I mean, it's kind of, obviously they're going to, they're going to be fine. I kind of hoped that we would see something that would really take this to another level. And I'm just not sure given where things are at and the way that we're going with villains. I mean, I just don't. Well, I hope they surprise you because they've surprised us by having these Batman villains fight the Titans instead of Titan villains fight the Titans. Well, and the weird part is, is here's the other thing that I'm. So let me tell you about what my biggest fear is. My biggest fear is in the end, Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, comes back into the town in the final episode and pretty much saves and their saves ass. the day and then and the pretty times. much. And pretty much bitch slaps the two, bitch slaps <laughs> Scarecrow and ran Red Hood in like two seconds flat. That that's that's my biggest concern. That's or he, my he, fear. he saves the day and beats the bad guys with a little help from the Titans. Not much, but a little. Yeah, I don't even you know at this rate, I, I can see it going the other way. Um, mm. And and I mean, so so it's either that or. Are we spending, I mean, assuming that they get a green light for season four, are we spending another season in Gotham? I mean, because it doesn't seem like that storyline, that part of that storyline is getting dealt with much. Um, you know, um, we'll see. Yeah. Again, got, there's, well, there's, and, and, there, and the funny part is, there's a couple of other moving parts now where it's like certain people aren't in, you know, we're, we're starting to get in the fold where I, and I can say this without there being a problem, you know, Donna and Raven have showed up in Gotham, but they're not with the Titans yet. If you understand what I mean, they haven't reunited with the crew, right? They haven't fully reunited with the crew yet. Just like Tim Drake is, is obviously not dead in yeah, Gotham they teased, now. Yeah, they teased him in the first episode. Right, and, and and so at some point, Tim Drake has to get into the fold here, and he really hasn't yet. So, I, you know, those kind of things are going to have to happen by the end of the season. You've got three episodes, and it's like, okay, I, I literally think it's it might take an entire episode for them to get Tim Drake Donna, Donna Troy and, and Raven all back with the Titans, if you understand what I mean. So, okay, if that's one episode, you've got two episodes left for the season. I don't know. Again, I, I just feel like 
I don't know what they I don't know what they were trying to do this season. I really don't. I, and, and it's like, I don't know. I, I just wish that they. Well, I said we, we we're the the situation was like the first episode. The first season dealt with Trigon. Season two mm-hmm. dealt with mostly, um, uh, dead uh, Deathstroke, and now we're on to this. What we're going on now. Yeah, and and the weird part about this is. See, to me, the weird part about this is, is that you still have, there still are some Titan villains that are totally possible, but we're, we're not, we don't seem to be, I mean, the only thing I can think of is if they're staying in Gotham, maybe season four is Brother Blood in Gotham, where he's setting up his church in Gotham, which could be interesting and would be worthwhile. Uh, I think the most interesting part is, is I'm not positive that we might not say see Reshakul in season four at this rate. Um, just a few things that I keep noticing here or there. Um, I mean, there, there It'd be are... cool. Maybe if they got Liam Neeson back. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. No, I don't think so either, but could be um, cool. I mean, they did have Gizmo early in the season and he's part of the fearsome five, which would be an interesting thing. I just don't know how they would do it. And, what the rationale would be. Um, you can't use the Brotherhood of Evil because Doom Patrol's using them. So. I don't know. Well, I, like I said, I, I mean, you've got again, three episodes I mean, left, so I hope uh, I hope you got uh, some resolution. Yeah, I, I hope coming. so. So I also caught, so I did catch Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, Doom Patrol was good. It wasn't great. It was funny. Um, and it's kind of amusing, um, as it always is. Um, I don't know. So far this season, so far this season, so far the first three episodes haven't been nearly as much fun as some of the other, as the other two seasons. But I'll cut them some slack because they had two really great seasons. And again, I want to see the you know the I'm very I'm very interested in the villains for this season. So, um, I'm, I'm willing to cut them a little slack on that. So, but, uh, I, we should get to the stuff that we both actually watched this year, this week. Yeah. Um, we, uh, leading up this whole week, I've been falling down YouTube rabbit holes of just watching clips from the Sopranos and mm. re, re, re remembering all the stuff and all the, the little fights that the, the, between certain characters and whatnot. I knew they weren't going to be in it, but. It was great re-familiarizing myself with all that because being from The Sopranos season one, I was really excited for this movie, uh, The Many Saints of Newark. It came mm. out. I, some of my coworkers didn't know it had come out. I was like, I didn't see, you know, it's it advertised on HBO, I'm sure, obviously, or HBO Max. Yeah. But I've not seen a lot of widespread advertising. And as far as I know, none of my local theaters, at least my local theater, didn't have it in the theater. Uh, I don't know. So... Yeah, so that watched it Friday night, and and part of my enjoyment was the the relying on the the, the name dropping, like like in X Men or X Men Two when you'd see a mutant, be like, oh, spot the mutant. It's like, oh, that's that dude, or oh, that's that mm-hmm. girl, or whatever. It's like part of that is like name dropping too. I mean, we see a young Silvio Dante, we see a young Pauly, right. and a little some part of the narration from Christopher. And uh, teenage 
Tony and he's and he's dating Carmela and she's got a high school jacket on. So part of that part of the enjoyment was the uh name dropping uh from the the original series. Uh that being mm-hmm. said, I still think this was a really good mobster film. Yeah. Uh as a one as a standalone. You don't have to you could be just an ancillary fan or for a peripheral fan and not have to know like the intricacies of all the characters and still enjoy this film. Maybe. It did help, especially, but some people like, yeah. And, and uh, the, the aspect of the, the, the other, the, the intertwining storyline between him and Harold, uh, the guy from uh, the ghetto, mm-hmm. the ghetto, because yeah. <laughs> something that's something you rarely touched upon in the Sopranos was, uh, of course, this took place in the late sixties or the seventies. For those right. who haven't watched it yet, for the Many Saints in Newark, there will be spoilers uh, for this uh, yeah. movie. It's out on HBO Max. I entirely recommend it. And anyway, so this, they intertwine with with Harold and how he's gonna muscle in on the Italian's turf. Uh, with some of what they, you know, there's stuff they're got going on, or whatever. they play mm-hmm. their numbers or whatever, and they're they're just um, or even just playing dice out in the street or whatever. And that was interesting as well. It was it was it was a fun uh, aspect. Of course, it took place in the late '60s, so he had the race riots, and that was heavily intertwined. And but the movie right. mo- mainly takes uh, revolves around Dicky Maltesanti, which was who plays uh, Christopher's dad uh, in the movie, and. Uh, from rather clips or even just like in a passing, if you watch the Sopranos that Tony idolized him because Tony's father wasn't ideal. I mean, he, he spent time in prison and so he wasn't always there and he had a horrible relationship with his mother and his sister. And so Dicky Maltesanti was who he looked up to. And we see yeah. that. And as a, in, as uh, played in, in two, 1967 and 1971, uh, two versions of Tony Soprano and the, um, now, this was this was very well done in my opinion. I liked it a lot. When it was over, I wanted another hour at least. It was it was it was it was good, and and it 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 does it did help tie in. I don't remember any of the intricate stories. I remember when Uncle, the guy who played Uncle Junior, I think, did a good well enough job, and he even said like the that the one line he dropped at dinner. So you you never had the makings of a of a varsity athlete. I mean that's that's stuff that Uncle Junior carries thirty years hence, for or yeah. whatever into the Sopranos, uh, and and sure enough, yeah, he didn't get into the football team. Uh, he was horrible in school, and yeah, and how it just shaped the these events uh, shaped uh, young Tony to become the the villain that he is today. Well, so so the interesting thing to me is a couple things. One, um, you know, I will say that I think could you watch it standalone? I, I, I you can. Yeah, I, but you, you get a whole lot more uh, enjoyment. Right, right, all the insulary characters you you would not understand or catch or see those things, and it wouldn't mean anything to you. And so there's that. Um, I yeah, do the, think it's interesting. Yeah, this you know, was for no, like, I don't suppose like the MCU of the Sopranos or something like that. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah like kinda. when you see a guy play a young Silvio Dante and his, and his wig comes off, 
Well, <laughs> it was, and it's half Wally, on. and then there's Big Pussy, and there, you know, there are people playing the other characters too. Right. Yeah. Again, and and it's funny because we don't hear much from Janice in the movie, but Janice is around, um, who was Tony's sister. Mm-hmm. But we don't see much from Tony's sister. Um, I thought it was interesting that Edie Falco ends up playing Tony's mother. Um, in the end, um, which I thought was interesting, because uh, certainly she's a phenomenal actress. Yeah. So it makes all it makes all the sense in the world to have her do it. But it is a nice twist because it's kind of like the "Did you marry your mother?" kind of thing. Um, even though, really, in reality, Carmela isn't necessarily a lot like Tony's mom. And again, let's let's remember in in the, in the Sopranos, Tony's mom at one point tries to kill him. Yeah, uh, she uh, they they killed. conspired. Yeah, she conspired with Junior. Right at one point, and Junior ordered a hit on him, and puts all oh, right. this 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 movie so. But at the end, when we find out, like I said, spoilers, when Dickie is 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 yeah taken out, and who did it and why? I was oh so I was so mad. Well, and it makes sense, but it it, it does make sense, sense in Junior's it character. Makes sense. Right. Well, not only that, but it makes sense in the fact that it's like I was kind of it is kind of interesting to me because it's like, all right. So at some point, Junior is running the family. Yeah, he doesn't. But I mean, right. But that wasn't until after Jack many decades, a couple decades later when Jackie dies of cancer. And then, like, we know Tony's the the brains of the operation, but uh, uh, but Junior's the lightning rod. And if something goes wrong, he takes the hit. I think that's how they set it up in the early, first couple seasons of uh, of the show. Well, right, but in, in the beginning, it's it's Tony's. It's not technically Tony. It's it's Junior. Junior is like the guy. He's like yeah. He's like the guy. Right. He's so, got the well. He had the seniority. Yeah. But right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But you know. But yeah, it, it's interesting in that regard. Um. There was a part of me at times where I'm like, when are we getting to teenage Tony? I felt like it, like there was points where I'm like, are we ever going to get to like the yeah, like, like there has to be a teenage Tony because because yeah, we know kid, that Michael Gandolfini is, is, plays yeah, him. Gandolfini's kid is in his twenties, and it's like yeah. it's like okay, when are we getting here? Um, I get that you needed some of the backstory with Harold and um you know the whole black black people trying to to take back you know their own crime syndicates and and whatnot and all that kind of thing right um so so there's that and I get that they needed to set some of that up but it just felt like that could have gone about 20 minutes shorter and the other thing was it was interesting because it's like in the end it all makes in the end in the final seat in the final minutes of the movie all of it makes sense and and all of it makes sense as to exactly what sends tony down his path right was and, ray liotta's right the 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 dicky Moltisanti's uh uncle pretty much in prison says you know you've had all this tragedy around your life you know your your father and your mistress who he both killed but he mm-hmm. he lied about it to his his, his father's brother says mm-hmm. all this tragedy around you and you care so much about this uh this and this anthony i'd, I'd say my advice is stay away from him leave him keep him out of your life mm-hmm. and so he's 
you know, you, you see him at the end, he struggles to, you know, he's, I'm not here, I'm not here, and you know, Silvio sends him away. And, you know, he's upset because he cares deeply about this. It's like he sees his son in, in Tony. And and then how he's, then how he, yeah, it sets him on the path about, you know, stealing, well, I mean, like, that, stereo that, that speakers and whatnot. Right, well, that final scene, hmm. where, that final scene is really the one where it, it, it all clicks together. And again, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but you know that final scene where they show the the the, the flashback to the Pinky Promise, right? You know, it. it, it oh it yeah, where he's, he's he's looking right. down at Malt Dickey and it's yeah, right, that was, exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. The thing that I thought that was the most interesting, one of the things I thought that was the most interesting was the choice of narrator and the perspective that the narrator had, because we ended up. We end up getting Christopher as, as the narrator. And what's interesting about Christopher being the narrator is we get Christopher as the narrator from basically beyond the grave. Yeah. Well, the the opening scene is that you're, you're they're attending a funeral mm-hmm. and they, you, 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 the camera pans back past some headstones and you hear their voices and their lamentations. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you hear Christopher and, you know, everybody's eyes, everybody's ears perk up and... He, he, there's not much narration to it, but there's just enough. But well, they but didn't it, want to tie it too far forward, but they did. Right, but it's interesting to see. But it's interesting because we're getting an extremely we're getting we're getting a narrator who is looking at things from all the way down at the end. Yeah, to the point okay. where he was born, where he was baby. Right to the point where where literally. We're talking. He's coming at from a perspective of, I've been killed. I'm dead, and I'm in the pearly gates or whatever you want to call it. Okay, and now I'm going to. We're going, but we're going to go all the way back to before I was even born, and 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 even from the beginning, he is, he is basically. You can tell, Tony Tony Soprano, that no good son of a bitch. Blah 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 blah. I mean. That is from the onset. No, nothing in terms of the fact that at one point, literally, their relationship is yeah. There's no much joy like, in that family, no. Right. Well, no, because at one point, Christopher, you know, I mean, in the series, Tony, I mean, Christopher is like, it's the same kind of relationship with Christopher. Right. And, Christopher looks and, up to and, him, and, and Tony, Tony liked and Tony loved him Tony too. Is with, well, whereas with Tony and and Dickie Malsani, hmm. so you know, there's that whole relationship. And that's like, you know, obviously Tony kills him, but at the, you know, and that, and there's certainly a part of that, but there's no, there's no warmth at all. It's all that fucker killed me from that perspective. Um, yeah, I'd be kind of pissed too <laughs> after well, seven yeah. seasons, but you know, um, but after all the stuff, you know, and then, like I said, here's, Christopher tried to the- knock his drug habit ahead. Yeah. Had Christopher not been high, I think Tony would would have. Well, we can speculate on the anyway. We can speculate right. on what might have been later, but it was because so, of the fact. So here's that, the thing. Okay. Here's the thing I wanted to get to for you. Yeah. Do you feel like with the way because there's a there's a scene once the credits go, and I just get this feeling like we're not done. No, no, we're not done. We're not done with anything in this part of 
the stories that that David Chase is looking to tell here. No, that we're we're obviously you know they know that the fans are are hungry, and I know mm-hmm. I was. I wanted I wanted another hour at least of this film. I was totally engulfed, absorbed. And it was just great things, like uh, little little takeaways from me. It's like uh, I remember uh, I saw remember uh, seeing Joey Diaz. Um, mm-hmm. He's been on interviews, and I think he has uh, he had his own show as well. But uh, I remember seeing him, and like half his head got you know when he gets whacked, half his head goes off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the other lines was towards the end of the film, and um, Silvio is shooing Tony away, and Tony's like, "Is where's where's Dicky here? Is Uncle Dicky here?" He's not here. Well, his car's here. Well, his battery's dead. <laughs> and it's like making his yeah. And he's like, well, where is he? And he says, what do we look like? Rand McNally. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I like, I, I got a good chuckle out of that. Uh, well, and it's, it's, int- like this is like kids so, today aren't, isn't going to know who Rand McNally is. He's never but, picked up a map in their life. <laughs> but uh, I, so I thought that I, was, I, I, it was great. It was great entertainment on my part. And although I, I the violence, some of the scenes I, you know, the, the garage mm-hmm. scene where the with the pneumatic uh, lug wrench, I had to <laughs> I had to look away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I, I think like like I said, I'm glad I saw it. I don't oh yeah, know it was great. I, it. I loved it. I don't know if I call it highly recommended, but it, I mean, if you're a fan of Sopranos, you definitely want to see it. Yeah, I don't know if I call it highly recommended. I don't know if I put it. It was good, but I, I but don't I know said that I can put it in the Goodfellas. No, Scarface. Godfather category. Yeah, right? obviously but, they they didn't they didn't take a lot of time to get you acquainted with the cast of characters like a like a movie like Goodfellas would. This is right. uh, obviously part of the continuity, part of the the cinematic universe, if you want to call it for right. lack of and a better so, term for the Sopranos. I think the interesting question to me. So so ironically, it just did get announced I, after the release of the movie that David Chase has a five year deal with with Warner slash HBO max slash HBO for, um, in terms of a $5, a five year exclusive in terms of, you know, that he's got first right refusal, first look kind of thing on possible projects. It's not said what the projects and content he'll be working on is, but I gotta be honest, if it's not either a sequel to this movie or, or maybe a, a limited su- series or a mini series right. or something. Or or a new series, then I would be shocked. And and that's the other thing I would ask you, Mike, is so Michael Gandolfini is probably what, twenty? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what I don't know his exact age. No, he was he was a kid. Like Gandolfini died in like twenty thirteen and he was a kid. Right. And he was with him when he died, he had a massive heart attack. How this old was, is so I'd say he's probably about 22, 20, I'd say. Well, no, there's a reason I'm asking this question, which what? is I'm trying to remember. So obviously, I mean, look, Tony's obviously married. At the, okay, so he's 22. Hmm. Okay. Given production times and whatnot, you got to kind of sit there and say to yourself, okay, how, you know, if they're doing it either as movies or TV, you have a, you kind of have a limited window. Yeah, but if, 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 if someone looks young for their age, and like I said, you hide, you know, he had uh, long hair, and I, that does also instills mm-hmm. his, his love of uh, of the classic rock. He always heard the classic rock out of his uh, 
car as he's driving around. I, I get it. I and get, the soundtrack the of the getting... series. But yeah, I know. And Michael Gandolfini, uh, as you've only got so many years before he starts to get to be the same, about the same age as, as James when the series right. was shot. Right, exactly. And I mean, granted, you have a lot of years to play with because, you know, Tony hasn't officially gotten out of high school yet when they start when they by the end of the movie right so i mean the truth is you i mean i don't know i i wouldn't i don't really have a great guess as to how old tony was in in the series maybe in his 50s by the by the time the series was over i think it was like the series started like in the late 90s it was before 9 11 when the sopranos started right right I, i mean I'm just trying to think from a perspective of like, yeah. how because look, because they married and, and they had Meadow who was just about to grad, was in high school at the time, right? And AJ was just kind of starting. So on you got it by maybe about twenty, maybe twenty five years before you catch up to uh, the time where the series is. So right, right, exactly. I guess, like I said, that the only thing is, is you you are kind of on a window here, which is hmm. okay. You know, depending on how much time you're going to take with this, you know, Michael Gandolfini's as it is, you had him playing a high school kid. You had him playing yeah. a high school kid, and he's 22. Um, I don't know how much longer and, you can get away with. That. And the kid who played the 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 young boy Tony, it looked a lot like AJ, the who played his uh, kid who played his son. Mm-hmm. So now, well, uh, and I and I, I'll be honest, I said to you, I mean, I would have liked to have seen them go the other way with this. And go with where things are now. Yeah, where uh, Meadow and AJ are now. Where Meadow and AJ are now, I think that would have been. I think that would be really interesting to me, hmm. and I'd like to see that, especially because there's a lot of ways you could go where you could explain whatever happened to get to, yeah. to, to Tony. And but that, but, that well, that's the direction. This is the direction they went with. Because right. when the series ended, they wanted more. The fans wanted more. This was the biggest show at the time when it ended. Right. And then, well, like I said, I, I, to me, I always laugh because it's like there's two ways to look at this, which is either a you're going to go back to the past and go do it, or b you can move forward. You can move forward, and they've chose not to move forward. They chose to go backwards. And I don't know. Sometimes, in this case, it worked. It was a, a period times, piece, right? Right. And, and this time it this time it worked. But how many times have we seen where where these guys go backwards and you're just like, nah, nah, I would rather you move forward, you know? It was good. Um, uh, I thought it was like, wait a minute, and Ray Liotta's character dies early in the film, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess that's it for him. But no, he's got a brother in prison. So yeah, uh, but yeah, it was it was good. I give it um, four and a half out of five. Yeah, man's. What say you? I I'll take three and a half. Three and a half, okay. You know, I mean, what would if, you? If what what what, uh, what took the marks down for you? Um, I, again, I felt like at times there were a couple of moments here or there where it was like, okay, where are we going? Yeah. Um, well, the I, series I, was like that. It was a sometimes yeah, but it was, but, big but shit happens. Sometimes other not very much does. Right. No, but but the difference is it's a series. This is a movie. Right. And at some point, like for example, I, and again, maybe part of the problem is okay. So I know Michael Gandolfini's in the movie, and Michael Gandolfini's got to be at least in his twenties, 
So we're still dealing with whoever's playing, like, Tony, who's, like, what? Gotta be 10 or something like that at the time? Yeah, what the time is his dad goes to jail, yeah. Right, and all that stuff, and it's like, it's like, it literally takes an hour into the movie. And by the way, that's what I looked at. I was curious. I'm like, we haven't seen Michael Gandolfini yet. And I like, I'm like, what time are we in the movie? And literally right after I checked the beat, it clocked in at like around almost one hour. Like literally within the next five minutes, they time shift. Right. And it's like, okay, so it took you 65 minutes to get to... Like I said, the movie yeah. the movie revolves mostly around Dicky. Yeah, I think that's part of my other problem with it, which is it sort of revolves around Dicky. But the truth of the matter is, is that that's not who the story's about. At the end of the day, that's not. Well, who we the all want the focal point to be Tony because he was the focal point of the whole show. Well, but at the end of the day, that is at the. It's funny because by the end, that is exactly. What right, well, the, the, this the, is the, really about. The narrative gravitates toward him. Right. I mean, this right. is really, I mean, the, the story, This yes, the story is about the, the, the Molasantes, but the truth is, is that this story is basically the, how did Tony Soprano end down the well, path? Well, you got to get the, you got to get the pod race before you get Anakin, you know, it's like. Yeah, so, yeah, gotta, but then we get, got Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Who was the... <laughs> And we should not want that. We, Misa, not want to be in Newark. Misa, not want to be in Newark. What the fuck Misa you doing here? Misa, <laughs> not know. Have a cannoli, Misa Jar Jar. Don't eat McNally. the cannolis, Jar Jar. Yeah. Misa gotta read my Grand McNally. <laughs> oh God. So you know, yeah, well, no. I liked it, and you liked it. So you know, yeah, I yeah, liked no, it more, I, I but I was yeah, like I said. Again, you say, did you, did, did you finish the series? You know, I never really did. Oh, I did. I was there I from start to finish. Last, I never watched the last season. I didn't have HBO at the time, and I never got around to finishing the last bit. But, you know, it is kind of funny because it's like, I will say, I think if you did a little bit of priming, primer work, it was probably more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And yeah. maybe my number, maybe I would have gone from three and a half to closer to four. Yeah. But... The far the pact where it's like okay, wait now I gotta remember who this one is, is that one is, and you know and and what do I gotta remember, and right. you know that I think that took a little bit away of it too, um but yeah like I said I'll, I'll be curious to see if they go series or if they go another movie. I think that I don't know maybe there's enough if they if they, if it's a if I had to bet. I think I think series would be the better way to. Come I think it'd be a, like a six on. episode season, six hours, instead of just a two hour movie. The two hour movie was the uh, was the pilot. Well, the interesting part is, is if you do, if you do six hours, if you do six to eight epi- episode seasons, okay, you could get you could get back into production with the next seasons a lot faster. Um, which would be helpful because, yeah. you know, it, it, one of the problems at one point with the Sopranos was, okay, like it wouldn't be on for a couple of years because it took them forever, you know, 
maybe you know it took them a while to get back into production or yeah, this, and you the, know, yeah, the pandemic yeah 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 well no it wasn't a pandemic at the time but you know i don't know sometimes it just seemed like it took forever you know some of these hbo shows when they were at their height you know literally it's like okay you know sometimes it would take yeah them i see where some of the budget together. was you know with all these especially the riot scenes because mm-hmm. there were some, I don't know if they used CG or if they had actual sets of all the, the storefronts, you know, they had to alter to mm-hmm. look to, uh, like, you know, like the time datum. Yeah. But, um, oh, well, but yeah, it was, it was good. I really liked it. Okay. So, so let's get to the, uh, let's get to the other thing we both, we, we know we both watched, which was what if. Mm-hmm. Leading up to uh-huh. the season finale next week. This is week, anyway. Really, is that oh? So wait, so we're down to the end already? Yes, this week is the final episode of the season. Oh God. Okay. So we're leading up. This was a big one, though. This is a big one, and we're Did you this, say they so? teased. If they teased it at the beginning, and the the last one, I thought it was going to be a continuation, but it wasn't. Uh, but so Ultron, Ultron wins pretty much. Pretty much everything, but it, they focus on uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye as the and after was that Jeremy Renner? I think it was. I think so. Jeremy as um, as Hawkeye, well, they're in the aftermath of the the trying to escape the Ultron robots, Ultron mm-hmm. invasion or whatever, and they seek out uh, Zola. Mm-hmm. Because he's also an AI, but he's analog, so he's not affected by Ultron. And I think I presume they got the same actor to, as the voice of Zola as well. Because that's yeah, I think they did. Are. But Ultron's busy defeating everybody, and and the they they get they get Zola downloaded into a uh, into one of the the drones, but then it's like, oops. Um, yeah, your princess is in another castle because Ultron has has left the known universe because he's uh oh he can watch the Watcher and it was like what? Yeah. And I don't know if this has ever happened in Marvel comics, but has the Watcher ever had to fight? Ever had to do battle? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Not that I'm aware of, and again, I'll I'll be honest and say that it's been a while since I've read anything, so this is the first time I've ever that I'm aware of ever seen the Watcher fight mm-hmm. at all. Because um, you know that's not his thing. His thing is watching. Yeah. So yeah, so Ultron is you know he goes to all the planets and blows up everything, and can once we he... can we take a step back? Okay, take a step back. I'm confused. Okay. So, okay, so Ultron takes over Earth, and he is the new version that essentially is Vision. And he's yeah, got he t- the yeah, mind, right. And he's got the Mind Stone, right? Mm-hmm. So then Thanos shows up with the gauntlet with the other five. Yep. And yet Ultron just dispatches him. In a split like second, nothing. just a split a second split, ambush. In a split, in a split second. Yeah, splits I just him. Don't buy it. Bisects him. Yeah, I don't. No, <laughs> I don't buy it. I don't buy it. 
that that that's yeah that's that's creating a buy. lot of memes <laughs> that 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 that's the first part i don't buy um the second part i don't buy is okay so ultron has the infinity gauntlet within himself and he's got the infinity armor yeah around or, him yeah or right. armor or yeah. whatever you want to call it right okay and somehow with that he can see the watcher um and yet in loki the tva make it really clear that when you're traveling through the multiverse or you're traveling through right that, that like the stones aren't that are like like yeah you know got them in a cracker jack box kind of thing yeah now all of a sudden now all of a sudden the stones are powerful enough again where you can detect the watcher and attack the watcher in his realm right again these like again i i, I it's I mean, I'm certainly interested in watching. It was, it was part of it was interesting to see the Watcher fight. There's another part of me where I'm just like watching this, Mike, and I'm like, mm, I feel like there's something wrong here. Like some of this doesn't make sense, or this isn't connecting with some of the things that we've seen in the Marvel universe or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And and so to me, that's. I mean, maybe you feel differently. I don't know. I'm still digging it. And I mean, I'm not like this. I don't think I could say this was my favorite, but this was still cool. Um, okay. But sure. Why not? I'm, that's pretty much my, my sentimentality being you know, like, okay, why not? If, but the thing is, is that they say, well, if, when you have all six infinity stones, that's, that you do you gain omnipotence. I mean, you have the the ingots of the, the aspects of you know reality and time and space and all that stuff. I mean, well, the, so here's why. I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess here's the question I run into, which is, so Thanos has this entire theory. The, the MCU version of him has this entire theory of the fact that you know we have to cut life in half. So if he's this omnipotent, apparently, if he could be as, as omnipotent of time and space to other realities, why would he just stop at the one? Because he was barely able to hold the Infinity Gauntlet long enough for him to get his goal accomplished. Like, yeah, maybe? I mean, Ultron's, I know. you know, used the vibranium or whatever, or the armor he had... Where he's able mm-hmm. to wield all six easily, maybe because he was uh, an art, maybe because he was a machine, maybe because of his vibranium body. That might have been part. Maybe. Of it. I don't but know. Thanos I... was barely able to hold it together. I mean, you know, like I said, the first he used it twice, and it pretty much almost killed him. But Ultron, you know, he didn't. Use, he didn't. Obviously, he didn't use the snap. He didn't use the power of all six Infinity Stones. Maybe the combined power gave him that omnipotence uh, to see that looked into the Watcher's realm. Maybe I don't know. Again, I mean, I'll, I'll go along with it for now. I'm curious to see where they go with this as a story. Although I, I have a feeling I already know because I've heard something about you know a multiverse Avengers kind of thing. Um, yeah, we'll get so some we'll kind see. of motley crew will come together. Either the Watcher will assemble it because he 
He went to the mm-hmm. imprisoned Doctor Strange from that previous episode who has gotten mm-hmm. all super-duper powerful because he was trying to bring back his girlfriend. And there might be some other kind of alliance that we're going to see some, mm-hmm. he said, some ragtag group of... Well, okay, so which... But let's let's just have fun with this. Okay. So we've seen... Of the series we've seen... I mean, so we've seen a whole bunch of episodes of What Ifs here. Here's the interesting question. Which... Who do we think we're going to see? Howard the Duck. Maybe. He'll, I mean... Bring, like, bring I Howard the, sh- he'll defeat uh, uh, Infinity Ultron. So I, I think we'll get... Um, what's her name? My brain's mush at the moment. Captain America's girlfriend. Oh, Captain Carter. Yeah, I think we'll get Captain Carter. I think we might even get Captain Carter and Steve Rogers in the Iron Man. Album. Right, the um, Hulk, the Hydra Buster. Right, the Hydra Buster. Mm. Okay, I think we'll get them. Uh, maybe we get the Ravengers. Yeah, maybe the Ravagers. Maybe that uh, one final uh, Star Lord, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Maybe I'm like mm-hmm. maybe that's how this all ties together. Like I was like I was been want some of these. I've been wanting a sequel, and or a continuation mm-hmm. of, and maybe this is what it's going to culminate into. This where mm-hmm. that's where all these episodes are going to tie together to defeat this one bad villain at the end. Maybe I mean, that's what this will lead to. It seems like. I mean, it seems like we're probably going to get Thor and Captain Marvel from that, that Well, one, not from that from universe. That this, cap, this Thor was killed and this Captain Marvel was killed. Was it? Yeah, Captain, the, the, when he, when, what you call it, when Ultron went to uh, Xandar, um, he fought Captain Marvel and pretty much destroyed a solar system around her. Right. So I, I presume she did other... not survive. But there's the other episode where, you know, the whole, you know, humorous episode. Where oh, yeah, the, the, my, I think, the I think party we'll get one. Those, yeah. Right, I think we'll get those two. Right. Um, could we get Spider-Man? Because he's the last one from the zombie planet. Yeah, I get uh, Paul Rudd's disembodied head. Yeah, that could be interesting. <laughs> yeah. uh, again, I'm, I'm just trying to piece together, yeah. you know... Who, who, or what we would get is is kind of where um. Well, they well Marvel did tease one character we haven't seen yet before, who we're gonna mm. see on Wednesday's episode, and that's Gamora. Mm. I wasn't sure if that was legit or not. No, that's legit. Mm. Despite the the Facebooks being down this morning, that I was that's one thing to posted today. So. Okay, but uh, yeah. Then of course the the Doctor Strange from that one episode become right, yeah, right. become super duper powerful. So the Watcher had no choice. But but yeah, that one that looks good. Obviously, I'll watch it, and it's like I'm just I'm not super duper emotionally invested. Like this is what if this is all just a bunch of one off stories? And if... mm-hmm. well, it's, no, I don't know. It's entertaining. I don't know if it's it, fine. I don't think it is one off stories. I well, this all this... seems well. That's obviously going to call. That's obviously going to come together. But it's obviously this. This is obviously bunch of bunch of bunch of one-off stories. I mean, it literally right, is. But I don't think it is. I think this is. I mean, I think that if you think about it, so everything goes to hell with the TVA. 
the one and and there's suddenly all this both suddenly there's a multiverse and there's an issue i think that there these are all parts of that multiverse and i think it all fits in right and the whatever's havoc that uh scarlet witch uh right or whatever's gonna happen with right. the spider-man stuff and all that stuff too right. um speaking of which um I did not watch Venom. I'm shocked by this news. I did not watch Venom. However. However. I did see the post credit scene. Okay. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it. Uh, fast forward maybe about five or ten minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Lay, lay it on me, man. I did not. So have you have you seen it or no? No, I've not. But it's okay. Do it. So. Do it. Basically. So. I guess in the end, after the big fight with Carnage, um, Eddie and Venom are hanging out someplace on a on a on an on an island, a tropical island, where like nobody can find them, and they're in like they're he's in like almost kind of like a like a beach cabin kind of thing, and they're talking in general, and they're talking about secrets and. Venom's talking about how, you know, he has 80 million, you know, he was 80 million different types of years. You know, he's lived far longer than him and about secrets and stuff like that. And, um, and he's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, look, here, let me show you just one example of that. And as he's about to, as he does that, or he's doing this, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the, um, the room changes to what seems like a nice hotel room. And on the TV is the scene from the cut from the post credit scene from Spider-Man No Way Home. Not No Way Home. What's the second one? It was Far, Far From Home. Far, Far From Home. So they're literally watching the news and they see Spy they see the whole they thing. They see with J. Jonah, Jonah Jameson, Jameson outing Spider Man. Right, and they see Spider Man and Spider Man's there. And Venom looks at the screen and Venom kinda like licks the screen. And there's a guy who wanders in and goes, Hey, what are you guys doing in my hotel room? So the long and the short of it is Venom is now in the MCU or in the MCU universe. Okay. Good. So Tom Hardy's Venom is now in the MCU universe. I don't know what that means about Carnage down the road or who knows. Um, I don't know where they left Carnage. I have no idea. Or if Woody Harrelson's Carnage died or whatever. Right, exactly. I don't know. I didn't see the movie. Um, I can't answer those questions. What I can tell you is is that we are now setting up at some point for Venom and Spider-Man to run into each other. And apparently, is it, you know, is it going to be in No Way Home? Or is it going to be they're setting up for something else, even more so, down the road? Um, But essentially, they have put Tom Hardy's Venom into the MCU. Have we ever had a uh, post credit scene that was a dead end or or uh, something that didn't pan out? 
Did we ever have know. one of those? I don't know. I but, mean, I don't remember there ever being one, but have we ever had a post credit scene where, oh my God, this is going to happen, and then it doesn't happen? Well, no, no. They so there's an article out there from from Andy Circus about that this is this is legit, mm-hmm. that this was the direction they were going, and that that that's exactly yeah. that. No, he is now that Eddie and Venom are in MCU. Hmm. Okay. So the question is, are they in No Way Home, or are we setting up for something else afterward? For another Spider-Man right. movie mm-hmm. um, down and, the road. Yeah, okay. So that's the big, that's the real big news from mm-hmm. Venom Two. Is, my, I was surprised my sister didn't drag me uh, to see Venom. Because she's big Tom Hardy fan and follows him on IG and all that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, nah. uh, you know, I. But you now she was like, no, I'm good till I can see it for free. I'm like, okay. So I'll see it when I see. Well, I'll see it when I can see it for free. Right. No, that's kind of my feeling. Or you know, if at some point, yeah, that's kind of my same feeling that I have. You and I have yeah. the same way. Um, in terms of where we're at with this, which is, is I'm not running around to go find it. I, I don't feel the need to do that. So, but I did feel like we should talk about it or bring it up because, yeah, I mean, certainly it seems as though that is now, you know, legit. Well, and apparently there's a scene that's, that's finally leaked now where um, Ryan Reynolds' character in Free Guy picks up Captain America's shield and... It cuts to uh, Chris Evans going, so kind of like cursing it or something like that. So apparently mm. that happens in Free Guy, uh, and I have to yeah, see that must can, be that thing that they they've been I talking can, about. I can find I have to find Free Guy. I don't know where I can find it online if I can find it streaming or someplace. So, but no, that's yeah, okay. But no, no. uh, this opens up to other things. But we're you know we'd be more interested in seeing, like, say, an X-Men or uh, Fantastic Four, but Venom is a start. Well, but it's interesting because that means that means that the relationship between Marvel and Sony, there's going to be more of a relationship between those two right. beyond this movie, which means that they've come up with something that they can all agree upon and that they can all work together and piece it all together and make it work. So to me, that's the part that's the interesting part about this. Um, and, and we'll see where it goes. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see how this all works and, and, and how this plays out hmm. and, you know, where, where this, where this goes. But again, you know, that, that's, that's still a big story in that regard. Um, I'm looking at other things. Uh, apparently, Law and Order is coming back after being 12 years off off the air. Well, they've had what the, the special vision victims unit and right, but know, we're talking uh, about like the original the, the original, original Law and Order series, right? The core series right. that that spawned all the spinoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess they'll start at season 21, considering the fact that you know they were they had done 20 years, but. So I guess they won't start at one. They'll start at 21. I'll be curious to see. I don't know. It's funny. This is the part where, you know how Ivan's usually like, why can't they do anything new? Here's an example of where 
I'm kind of like we, we even brought that up as a point about uh, why can't they do anything new. Mm. This was this came up because it, yeah, it's like a winning week. formula. Right, and so so the irony to me is, you know, I don't know how are you. Will you be watching New Law and Order? No, I don't watch much television to begin with. You know this, so mm. uh, if it's around, well, the point. Around, but I mean, it's it's. No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I'm good. <laughs> so, so it's interesting because, you know, there's there's two ways to look at this, which is, okay, either you need to go out and get some some, either you got to get somebody with a big name to splash this. Or you need to go back and you need to go get some people who were previously on the show, you know, and I don't know if that's going to necessarily, the latter, I'm not sure how much it works. You know, I know Ben Pratt, Benjamin Pratt is around, you know, unfortunately you signed Christopher Mulroney to do this law and order organized crime thing. This would have been a much better fit for him. Um, Jesse Martin's doing the flash. I don't see him leaving the flash to go to him and do this. If you understand what I mean. Yeah. Um, Sam Watterson, the last we saw Sam Watterson was the DA in Manhattan. I don't know if they still are running with that or not. Um, I don't know if Sam Watterson will be back or not. Um, but in, in a fairness, Sam Watterson kind of old. Again, the point being is I'm just kind of curious. If you're going to go with a whole bunch of care, people we've never heard of or not get somebody with some with some star appeal... I don't know. I don't know really in reality if um might see a cameo by a core like original character or from from the original series. I guess. But it might start brand new. Um like so one or the next generation. Yeah. Or, or I, Patrick Stewart will be uh, the district will be the attorney. They need to find like I said, they need to find some people who right now aren't necessarily doing who were movie people, but can't aren't doing the movies like they used to, that they can pull in to, you know, make a splash on TV. Um, It's funny. There's something about here where Tom Hardy finally explains the Bane voice for dark, for dark Knight rises, but that's on the squares page. You can read it. Boba Fett's coming on the 29th of December. Yeah. Before the Mandalorian, they just started filming the Mandalorian Mm -hmm. season three. Did they really? Um, Kevin Smith explains why he'll never direct a Marvel movie. He has, that's, that's nice. Except for the fact that, you know, honestly, Kevin Smith is so far in bed with DC. I don't know why he would at this point. Although, you know, I mean, I was, uh, TBS had on Captain Marvel, uh, the other night and I was watching it and it's a very endearing scene seeing Stan Lee holding a, uh, mall rats, uh, script. Right. That's the closest they've come to that though. I mean, Kevin hasn't worked with it's not to say that he doesn't have a, a decent relationship with Marvel, but it's been a long time since Kevin has done a book with Marvel. Well, and by the way, there was a there was going to I know they 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 put the kibosh on it, but he was going to do uh wasn't he going to do like a Howard the Duck series? No, no. Uh, for from for Marvel? Maybe he was, but Yeah, I think that know, was in the still, works, but it never fell, it fell through or something. You know, he still had there's still series there's still comics where he hasn't delivered unlimited series 20 years later huh. 20 or 30 years later that 
you know, there's still people grumbling in the comments community where it's like, it's like, here's a thought. Have you ever considered finish, finishing your Spider-Man Black Cat limited series? You know, that kind I of thing. I just finished, well, he's, you know, he had a heart attack. It changes you, you know? <laughs> he's, he reminds everyone every day that he, has, he had a heart attack. But, uh, but the thing is, is that Kevin's all, he just finished Clerks 3. He's, he's doing the things he wants to do and he's, mm-hmm. he's doing what's, what's making him money. And so he does, he does that. So I don't know. Like you're right. Does if, if he has some comic stories, then maybe he could, uh, poke his, some writers and say, Hey, come up with an idea. But, uh, well, yeah, when, when are we get in the second half of that He-Man series that he did? That's coming. I don't know. There, next, there's another yeah. example of stuff he's got coming up. That, yeah. You know, what if he so what if just, he leaves that leaves like never touches it again like we never get part two with that yeah I don't <laughs> see that happening snoochie boochies uh yeah, what else I don't, uh here's I don't one i posted just a goofy story uh mm. this one's a daily mail drunk man spends hours helping search party looking for himself yep that happened so it's happened in turkey like okay there's apparently a director's cut that's getting run only in theaters of Rocky Four that has an additional 40 minutes. No offense, I'm not going to the theaters to go see this. Uh, no, me neither. I, I don't think I need 40 more minutes of Rocky Four. I mean, Rocky Four is concise enough. I mean, introduce the villain, he kills your friend, you gotta go train, you fight, and it's pretty much a tie, but you've solved the Cold War. Yeah. And and Polly gets you know and and Polly gets some fun comedy change, moments. Then you can change. Then everybody can change. Yo, uh, uh, you yeah. can't win. Uh, uh, I must break you. I must break you, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, seriously. Nope. Uh, no, uh, no Stallone. No Rocky Four. No oh, good. Along those lines. So, you know, there's been a lot of, there's been a slight buzz about releasing the, the David, the David air cut of Suicide Squad. And supposedly there are some, there's some talk now finally at Warner's about, Hey, let's just put it to HBO max and do it. And I gotta be honest to me, as much as I wasn't, big on the justice you know the the snyder cut um if you did the snyder cut then sure why not let's do the air cut too um and see what the differences are between what he did versus the original suicide movie the suicide squad movie i i'd be with i'd be interested yeah i think Um, a streaming event would be um better suited as instead of putting out a director's cut dvd because no one's buying dvds well that, that too but the other thing is is that you know Honestly, you know, you'll get enough people to watch that. You will. I mean, it, it, we're, we're at that point now where, and in fairness, it's not like, you know, that they were supposed to be doing that Green Lantern series, and that has taken for effing ever yeah. to put together. And well, A lot of effects you know, budget. You know, thankfully they've had Titans, and they've had, you know, thankfully they've had Titans, thankfully they've had Doom Patrol, um... You know, in fairness, you know, as much as I wasn't a fan of it, that Justice League movie was helpful. You know, they they are not, you know, they're it's not like they're churning out. They have they're churning out content, enough content lately 
Um, I mean, I know they have the peacekeeper, the peacemaker thing in the hamper and it should be out any time, but you know, and you know, they're a little behind the eight ball with some of this stuff for HBO max. And, and it's, they really, they really could be doing more with it. So, Mm. but we'll see. Well, you know, I can't, uh, see what other news, um, uh, Scarlett Joe has settled her lawsuit against Disney. Mm-hmm. So good on them. They threw enough money at her to shut her up. I guess that was enough. Or yeah. Or, or they just or the you know, did some kind of, I don't know, whatever agreement. So, so that's good. You know, things are amicable again between the two. Um, I guess Amazon IMDB TV, which is, I guess, a spinoff from Amazon of a different, a different service. streaming service. So apparently, well, that's where the new Bosch episodes are going to be. But apparently, they're looking at doing Cruel Intentions, which was popular in the '90s and with good reason. Um, you know, I suddenly definitely wanted a part of Sarah Michelle Gellar at that point. Was that but after she me. left Buffy? No, it's during while she oh, it was did a film. It, it was she, a movie while she was doing Buffy. Right. And that's okay. the one where she, her and Selma Blair do the lesbian kiss. Oh, it's a the modernized, like, it's like a modernized yeah. version of a, of an old French novel. Okay. Um, the fact that your reaction to that is not iconic is kind of hysterical, Mike. I mean, that literally is like one of those, like from that time frame, it, it, it is one of those where it's like, whoa, hello. I mean, because like, like, yeah, well, I mean, it's not, but I mean, it was a big deal, obviously, when it happened. Oh, oh, speaking of which, so I'm watching the morning show on Apple, um, okay, on, on Apple Plus, yeah, and and I'm watching, and I'm like, so I, Julia Marley's is apparently going to be on the show now for the for this season, and her and Reese Witherspoon are in this are in this limo. And I'm like, they're not. I don't. There, there's this vibe that I'm like, are they really gonna do what? like the lesbian thing? Are they really gonna do like the lesbian uh, thing? And they, and then literally, you know, Reese Witherspoon like literally is like going full on tongue oh. on Juliana Margulies. Okay. And, and well like, then. then there's like the back. Oh yeah, no, I was like. I mean, I'm, like, surprised the internet didn't explode from this. Like, that it seems like it's so, like, nobody's talking about this. But it's, like, uh, I don't know. I was, like, damn. I'm, like, this has got to be, like, something people would mem or something like this. Like, it's, like, you know, we're talking about, like, two of, like, the hottest women. You know, you get the idea. I'm, like, damn. Okay. No. I was like, hello. Well, how about that? Yeah, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Would you look at that? How about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Seriously, I was like watching, and I'm like, are they really going to? Whoa. Okay. Uh, I'll be watching this show for, uh, I mean, I'm watching the show because it's a good <laughs> show, but now I'm like, okay, this could be a lot of fun. Um, might need some cold showers after this show. Mm. Um. You know, so yeah, um, I'm just surprised. I'm like I said, I'm surprised that it hasn't been out there as much. Where people are like, 
not like going like, oh my God, did you see that? Hmm. But again, I'm also trying not to spoil if you know what I mean. Right, right. But apparently I just did here. So yeah, so that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, if you can find it on YouTube. Like, I'm sure. They go full on. <laughs> It'll they be on the internet, on. doesn't forget things like that, so. And won't. They, they go full on. Right it's on. like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, we're not talking like a little, like, okay, they kind of like Just a like little sexual. peck, you know, like, like, or like a little, little romantic yeah, no. thing. They go, like, no, it's like, they, it's like when Matt Damon and, and Michael Douglas went full on when in uh, the Liberace movie they made. Like, oh, it's like, oh, girl, Matt Damon. Like, I, I you know. Yeah. No, um... Uh, we got another news, or I think that'll do. I I don't think I got anything else unless you got something. No, nah, I'm good. That'll do for this week, I reckon. Um, yeah. The I guess James Bond comes out this week. I guess. Oh, does it? I think it's this week. Let me double check the internets, but I'm pretty sure that No Time to Die is out is this weekend. It was already they had a premiere in the UK. Yep, United States, October eighth. So it's this uh, Friday. Okay. I might go see it. Although Sunday, yeah. I got some stuff to do. Uh, I don't know. I'm free Friday night. I don't know. Maybe I'll just, like, if it's playing my local theater, I might just hop in. Because I'm I'm interested. I mean, I never saw Quantum of Solace. I did like Skyfall. And I did like, mm-hmm. um, uh, what was the first one he did? Casino Royale. Uh, but what's that? Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. But, um, nah, I'll I'll catch it. Maybe. We'll see. And of course, we'll talk about uh, the, the. I don't know if it's season one, if there's going to be another season of Ultra of uh, of What If. So we'll we'll summarize, we'll recap, and we'll yep. we'll do a full debrief on What If next week, and get our thoughts on mm-hmm. that. Uh, Ivan, he is absent this week, so hopefully we'll catch him next week. He's on. Yeah, I wanted to get his take on. Uh... Yeah, he was supposed to watch about, an episode of something for us. He was supposed to watch an episode of The Wonder, uh, Years. Wonder Years. Yeah, he never got around to it, apparently. Well, uh, I was going to ask him his take on uh, the Super Bowl halftime show, too. Yeah, yeah, the music scene, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of curious to see his reaction to that. I, I'm excited. I know there are a lot of people like, oh, it's halftime, how good of a show could it be? Like, ah, I'll watch given it. Some of the acts, given some of the acts that we've had over the years, it's like, for the first time in a while, I'm kind of excited because, you know. Anyway. Now watch it. So. I mean, what's the over-under on how many times the show gets bleeped? That should be the bet. Right. Now there'll be a two-minute, three, five, seven-minute delay. The only, Yeah, the only game delay is the halftime yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we're going to put the we're gonna put the entire halftime show on a two-hour delay, you know. Yeah. So, anyway. Hmm. All right, where do they find us? We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell. You can subscribe. You can listen there if you'd like. But if you, we prefer you listen, I think, on your usual ho- podcast hosting platforms, that would be fantastic. Leave us a five-star review if you can. or on iTunes, Google, Spotify, anchor.fm slash SOTRT. And, of course, listen to us live here on Clubhouse. Thank you for the few people who came in and out. They decided to sit and listen yeah. for a while. A couple of people for a little while. So we appreciate you yeah. stopping in to listen. Uh, Jeff is everywhere at Steinamite Productions. Ivan is on uh, Twitch at Java and Ivan. Email us if you like or follow us on Facebook. That's where we're most active when Facebook is not down, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com.
Well, that's great. So we're this is episode what one sixty seven seven. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a plan. It's one sixty seven. Glad you were with us tonight, and, or today, or tomorrow, whatever time you are listening to us. And mm. uh, you know, hopefully, you'll join us again next next week. And again, if, if you're in the Clubhouse universe, pop on by on Monday night at um, eight thirty Eastern, seven thirty uh, Central. Uh, what would be 6.30 Mountain and 5.30 Pacific Time, and hang out with us. And we're always, you know, honestly, I would kind of laugh because these people are kind of sitting in here. It's like if they raise their hand, we'd probably bring them up. Raise their hand, ask a question. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, we'll see you next week.